This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. We are joined today by the guest host, none, the one, the only, none other than Tyler Casey. How are you, Tyler? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? He's a famous fearless agent coaching student from Laguna Niguel, California. What's that close to for those people who don't know, like me? Uh, you know, it's about it's uh, equidistance between L.A. and San Diego. Uh, it's Long County. Beach. No, no, no. It's south. No, it's no, south no. of Long Beach. Uh, south of Long Beach. Yeah. Just proves I don't no. know where it is. Okay. This is true. Now, uh, Tyler, you know that as all fearless agents know, we always start the day with the headlines of the day. You know about this, don't you? I do. Now, uh, I saw a headline that says you can pre-order. The Samsungs, Samsung, they have a new 85-inch 8K TV for only $15,000. And oddly, that's the same price you're going to pay for your divorce lawyer right after you order that TV. But you know, all right, let's get down to business. So what's going on with you, Tyler? Tell, tell, me, tell the kids out there in uh, Radio Land what your experience with Fearless Agent has been like so far. And leave out the bad stuff, for goodness sakes. Well, all the bad stuff, I guess, is just me, um, in essence, almost reverting back to old behavior because I've got uh, about eight years of crap coaching, um, you know, banging around in my head. And so uh, so my experience is when I am following uh, what you teach, um, you know, step by step, um, the days are smoother, um, the conversations are different, and... Uh, and, and the jokes are worse. My mental state, yeah, my mental state is better. So, uh, but it's a it's it's a lot of work. I mean, truthfully, the beginning of this year has been, uh, gosh, man, the the most I've worked, um, you know, consistently for a, a long, long time. And you know, we're only we're only in the last week of January. So, but uh, but all that is good. Well, good for you. So, uh, what what can I help you with today? That would. Uh... What challenges are you having that uh, you'd be the happiest about if I made them go away once and for all? Well, I don't know so much if they're challenges. They're little tweaks. You know, um, first and foremost, with the, the COI calls that I'm, that I'm making, you uh, coach us to not leave a message. And so when um, I'm really only calling, gosh, about one a day. And so, um, so when they don't answer, I don't leave a message, and I don't know if a lot of people think maybe it's just a, you know, a butt dial or a, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, So my question is, do I just put them out for a couple days out? Do I mm-hmm. leave a message, tell them to call me back? What, what's the best plan there? Well, for those of you listening at home, COI, we're, we're going to call that sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... Um, if you think, like, how many people uh, – we'll use you as an example, Tyler, since you're on the air, live and in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people would you count among your sphere? This would include friends, family members, past clients, um, people you've done business with, that kind of stuff. How many are in your sphere? 
It's, uh, I'd say right around 100. Okay. So if you have 100, which is, and how old are you? 38. He's a millennial almost, one of them young whippersnappers. Almost. So um, the, the reality is people your age are broke, generally. <laughs> so really, like, how old are your parents, Tyler? Um, around 60. Okay, so they're like my age. That's kind of sad to be me now, all of a sudden. Yeah, that is sad. But uh, I'd be proud to have you as a son, Tyler, you know, young Tyler. Now, uh, Thanks, Dad. But people my age have money, and people yes. 10 years older than me have a lot of money. So are your grandparents alive? Mm. Uh, no, they are not. Okay, so they don't have money, but that's a bad example. But here's the deal. Your, your sphere of influence, there's 100 people in it, and... Uh, you would probably be bugging them if you cost if you ask them for referrals more than three times a year. Does that sound right? That's my theory, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that I would be three hundred calls a year. There's about three hundred work days in a year. So on average, you had it right. That's about one a day. Yeah. So when you call so. the sphere of influence folks, uh, what I don't want you to do is take the magic referral generating words that we teach you and leave it on a message. Uh, however, okay. it's okay to leave a message, just not that one. So go ahead and I go ahead and leave them the, I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house message. And uh, that might jog them to call you, but you, you, you do need the element of surprise on uh, getting people to give you referrals. So that would be the message to leave. Just the normal co-call, normal co-call message okay. mm-hmm. on, on okay. each subsequent call. So now you've left that message. Um, it would be okay to call them in a month after that okay. and, and ask them for referrals because it's a different conversation. And then if, and a, then if you left the, the message previously, or you could wait three months and call them back. So it's no big deal. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so every fearless agent, um, you know, one thing that's different about me than other coaches, besides the jokes, which are horrific, I, I get that. But uh, the thing that's different about me is I'm not the coach who says, well, you could do this or you could do that. Any coach who says that obviously does not know what they're doing. So we have this figured out. So if you do what we tell you to do, you're going to get rich and um, – you know, once you learn the skill set, you know, which is a listing presentation, a pricing presentation, a for sale by owner presentation, a buyer presentation, an investor presentation, how to present offers, how to negotiate offers uh, like a fearless agent does, and you learn the words to say on the phone, uh, then you've got the skills. Then it's about getting the schedule right so that every day looks the same and then it's just about putting some systems in place to to make it fun and uh even more profitable like having an assistant or something like that so okay when you're uh every fearless agent starts their day by calling the sphere people first okay now the reason that is it's not strategic it's just that i think uh Probably those are the hardest calls to make, and there's the fewest of them. 
So if there's only yep. one of those to make for whatever reason, I now I think some people probably like those the best because they're calling somebody that's already friendly or something like that. But for whatever reason, for me, I would rather call total strangers than call my friends and ask for referrals. Are you that way or are you different than me? Yeah, absolutely. You're like no, me. me. Too. Okay, absolutely. so being like me is not a good sign, Tyler, but that, that's beside no, the point. Not. We'll, we'll, we'll cover those know. issues later. So the... Um, you know, you make one of those calls, maybe or two or three at the most, probably, and then you go to any new for sale by owners, okay, which is going to be the next smallest number. So you get out your dialogue and you get you know psyched up for that. You you call the for sale by owners, and then you either leave a message if you don't get them live, and then you never call them again. Or you have the live conversation. You either book the appointment or you don't. But if you don't, you're never going to dial their number again. So it's kind of like drive-by shooting. And then when you're done with the for sale by owners, then you go to any new expired so that you have never dialed their number before. And then you leave them. And there's probably more of them than there were FISBOs. So we're kind of doing smallest or least to most is kind of the way this is going to be happening. So uh, then you go to follow-up calls from previous co-calling after that, which would be a much bigger group than the expireds at some point. And then then you would go to just, you know, calling up and down the street through neighborhoods the whole rest of the day, as many hours as you need to schedule five listing appointments a week. So somebody in the Facebook group, uh, and if you're out there in uh, radio land and you want to join the Fearless Agent Facebook group, just type Fearless Agent into, into Facebook and you'll see a closed group of uh, quite a few people and just join that and you'll see other people like you. But uh, they asked how many calls on average does it take to book a listing appointment, Okay. Well, the problem with that question is, you know, Tyler is in uh, Laguna Niguel, California. So, what's your average sales price? Uh, it's about eight hundred. Okay, so an eight. So for eight hundred thousand dollars, I probably get a fourteen hundred square foot, three bedroom, two bath, nineteen fifty five house, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So that same house in um Cleveland would sell for uh probably 200,000 or maybe even less maybe 175 or 200 now why is that now it, the houses are both have equal value in Cleveland and Laguna Niguel but your sells for 800 and their sells for 200 well the difference is the land underneath theirs is worth a lot less because uh, people are climbing under razor wire to get out of Cleveland to move to Laguna Niguel where there's eight months of bikini weather. Am I right? Nine. Nine months. Nine months. So the houses are much more expensive where you live and the agent makes much more money when they close – on a house in your area. So therefore, there are far more agents per square inch 
For example, the last time I was in California, I went to a bank. I went to Chase Bank to cash a check, and I said, hey, I'd like to cash a check. And the teller said, "Do you, I'd like to see your real estate license. I said, well, don't you want to see my driver's license? She goes, well, not everybody has one of those. You know, so it's that bad. There's that many realtors. So yeah. you have more competition. So it might take you more hours of phone calling to book five listing appointments a week than it would for the person in Cleveland or Oklahoma or Omaha or something like that. So Scottsdale is kind of yeah. like that. It takes more hours of calling. So uh, it's not a good idea. You know, Teddy Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. If you want to suck all the joy out of your life, talk to an agent in Cleveland, find out how easy it is to book five listing appointments a week, and they will crush your dreams. I promise you that. So it is what it is, you know. And by the way, this week will be different than next week. And next year will be different than this year. And three years from today, it's going to be insanely easier because you've got this giant pipeline built up. So it will it will get easier and easier and easier. And the market will change. Also, the market is different in Detroit than it is in your town or my town. Um, and then your skills are different. You know, you don't have a funny accent when you call people. Uh, sadly, when you call people in your town, they have a funny accent. So there's that, you know, but it doesn't matter. So um, uh, what other questions do you have? Well, with regards to uh, following up on the previous cold calls, I tend to uh, ramble. Oh, and, good. Let's do some of that and, and, on this podcast. That's nothing. <laughs> <so> <laughs> Ramon loves it when I ramble. Oh, man. Ramon so, drives a rambler, uh, by the way. That's kind of sad to be him. So obviously it helps to jog their memory about the previous conversation and the mm -hmm. notes that I've taken, but I just don't seem to have the right words as far as, um, you know, are you still thinking of this? Have your plans changed? What's the deal? Like the, the last question before I shut up and listen to them. Well, I would call you and I'd say, hi, is this Tyler? Yep. Tyler, this is Bob Leffler with Century 21. And uh, I had called you, I don't know if you remember, but I called you about uh, three months ago, and you mentioned that you were moving to San Diego. Is that still true? Uh, yes, that's still true. And last time we talked, you mentioned that you would be interested in my strategy that would assure you that you would end up with twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars extra more than any other agent could ever get you. You're still interested in that and have not become allergic to money. Is that true? No, I have not become allergic to money. So when is the soonest realistically that you would open up your hand and let me plunk the twenty, fifty thousand extra in your hand uh, and that would coincide with moving day probably. Um, I'm still waiting on some information regarding the, the job transfer. Okay. I don't know. When is the soonest anything crazy like transferring jobs would ever happen? Uh, it could be as soon as the next 60 days. Could you write down my phone number so you have it and write down this 20,000 to 50,000 extra call this number and it's 480-385-8810. Getrichwithbob.com, right? And then uh, and if something happens sooner, when should I check back with you just in case? Um, you could do it in that 60 days. Okay. 
So you said sixty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that in half. So I'm gonna put in mm-hmm. my, you know, database that I'm. It's gonna remind me to call you in thirty days, and then I've made some notes about what we talked about this time too. So, and then that that's so that's it. You know, the main thing is that nobody falls through the cracks. That I think was probably uh, something I happen to be very good at. I, you know, you you use Mojo, correct, as your database? Yes. So yes. it's great. Uh, and I actually built this is back when uh, they had hand crank pedal like Gilligan's Island style computers, but uh, I built my own database. Uh, because I didn't see any database products that would work for realtors, and there and literally there were none, and the ones that there were they were super crappy. So I built my own, and it would remind me to uh, you know when to call people, and I was very good about not having anybody fall through the cracks. Now that doesn't mean that you you know of course you call people and they said oh yeah. It's going to be at least six months, and then a, a month later, they're closing escrow with somebody, and you, you, there's no telling why any of that happened. Um, part of it is because you talked to the wife, but the husband had other plans, and he was already talking to an agent, or you talked to the husband, and the wife already had other plans, and she was talking to an agent, and you only get one of them at a time on the phone. So it's not it's not a good idea to to beat ourselves up over why any of that stuff happens. And by the way... To those of you out in Radio Land, if any of what Tyler and I were talking about makes sense to you, if you happen to be an agent who is earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you would be open to the idea of having some help, like Tyler was, uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone number. I'm very good about answering. Tyler, am I very good about answering? You are. See? You are. And then we'll mm-hmm. just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, if it would be a good fit. If it is a good fit, you will get rich. If it's not a good fit, we'll admit that. And I'm still happy to help you in any way I can. So call me at 480-385-8810. And I don't want you to ever think you're bothering me. Um, I'm, I teach sales, and there is no emailing or texting in sales. So always call me at 480-385-8810. And you can always go to fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar. It's about 45 minutes long. Take some notes. If you go to the speaking page on my my website, that's kind of where I sell my little speaking gigs. Uh, There's an excerpt from a two-day event on there. That's about 25 minutes long, and uh, take some notes on that. Go to the video training page, and my guarantee is that the free videos on my website would be insanely better coaching than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want you to get rich. So what other questions do you have, Tyler? Well, with regards to cold calls, I had a a call yesterday, and I – having a little bit uh, difficulty finding the money problem in some of these. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Where were they so moving to? They were moving to Las Vegas. Where they got, well, they're going to have a money problem. <laughs> I don't know if they have one now. Oh, my uh, goodness. They already, per- they already own the home. Okay. Um, it's vacant. I said, you know... The one, when- the one that they're selling is vacant or the one they're buying? No. The one they have already purchased is vacant in Las Vegas. 
Okay, well, that's a money problem. A house sitting vacant, that costs money. Okay, so then once I interpret that as a money problem, then it goes into... What are they going to do with the money, by the way? When they, From the sale of this home? Yeah, one thing to remember is when they sell this house, they're, they're moving to Vegas so that we know where they're going, and they're going to take the money from this house with them, the equity, and they either have paid cash for that house in Vegas. Did they pay cash? I did not ask. Well, it'd be interesting to know, do you have a loan on, on the one in Vegas? Because they might take the cash from this house and put it into that house. Um, So that conversation kind of goes like this. Uh, When I sell your house for tens of thousands of extra dollars more than it's worth, you're going to be handed a big check by me. And you're going to take that money and spend it or invest it. And spending means, I usually use the example, go to Vegas and blow it, but in this case I wouldn't. But it means buy, you know, buy a car, some other depreciating asset, buy lunch, you know, um, uh, you know, take a vacation, that kind of thing. And then investing means you're going to pay down existing debt, which could be the debt on that house in Vegas. Uh, it would be uh, a mutual fund or it would be other much higher performing real estate investment. So. What are you going to do? Spend the money that you get from this house? Or when I hand you a big check, you're going to spend it or invest it? They're going to say invest, you know. So, um, and then you'd say, so is it going to be mutual fund, pay down existing debt, or other much higher performing real estate? And just see what they say. So that's a smart conversation to have. No other agent that's a non-fearless agent would ever think to ask or tell them that. Uh, it kind of sells them on you. They're never gonna. They know they're never gonna talk to a smarter agent, and uh, and then always, you know, like I know you'd know how to do this, but you always focus on the product. So the product that we sell is tens of thousands of extra net after all the expenses are paid dollars that you can't get anyplace else. Um, and we don't. The thing that makes fearless agents different than regular. Mere mortal agents is that we never talk about the process, uh, and that's all the other agents ever talk about is the process, which is crappy. So that that makes you a head right there. Okay. So can I ask you one more question? Sure. About of course. This well, we have to example. kill time here, uh, man. We got, yeah. Good. Run out so, the clock. Uh, so in this particular case, I you know um, asked that you know, question, and then are you allergic to money? Would that help your cause financially? And he said, um, he was kind of like a little flustered and said, well, yeah, it would help your cause. And I said, no, not my cause. Would it help your cause? He said, well, yeah, um, you know, we're, we're there's, you know, a, a friend who's kind of expecting this commission check. And then so reiterated the, um, can I ask you about that? And I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm saying that question incorrectly, because a lot of the times when I ask that, can I ask you about that? Mm-hmm. I wait for their answer, and their answer isn't yes or no. Their answer is whatever I they think I would ask them. Well, he's an agent that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm running into that a well, lot. Well, then after they get I'm, done I'm, talking, then you say, well, here's, here's the question I would have that, okay. you, that I think you want to ask yourself. If I have okay. an amazing strategy, and I absolutely do, and your agent – 
that your friend does not have it and I already know you know they don't have it. And it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would, in fact, grossly overpay for your house and they would be actually happy that they did. And you would end up netting tens of thousands of extra dollars, more than your house is worth by a lot, more than any other agent could get you, especially your friend. And if that happened, would you be happy or are you allergic to money? Well, I'd be happy, but uh, I, I I just don't know. I, this, you know, my I want, friend is expecting. Yeah, I want you to make sure you understand my question. I was not asking you if your friend would be happy. I was asking <laughs> you if you would be happy. <laughs> okay. Yes, I would be happy. Okay, and if your friend was okay, you'd be okay. Is that correct? If my friend was okay, I'd be okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Can I explain yeah. how I'm going to do that? Uh, sure. Step by step? Okay. So then I booked the appointment. Now, here's what I did. In real life, the friend uh, not getting paid is a bummer. But again, I'm charging 7% and I'm keeping 4%. Okay. So I can pay that friend a 20% referral fee. Do you know what the funny thing about the 20% referral fee I'm going to pay the friend is? It's more than he was going to charge. He actually made okay. more money because I paid him a 20% referral fee than he would have got because he was going to charge him 4% and give up three. That's the truth. So I never okay, so promised never the friend that. I just did it at close. So right before close, I find out who the friend is. I'm going to pay him the referral fee. The friend is happy. The friend is going to be out of the business in two years. We both know that. And he's going to refer me business because I'm now am his favorite realtor, the guy who beat him out on the listing. And are you telling the seller that? No. No. Okay. I'm just going to so do that's it. A... Now, when you okay. tell people you're going to do something and then you do it, they're not amazed. When you don't tell them you're going to okay. do it and, and you do it, then they're impressed. But they'll never be impressed if you just did what you said you were going to do. Everybody expects you to do what you said you were going to do. When you when you do it and you never mentioned it, then they're impressed. That's the way to do it. Certainly the okay. friend is impressed. Yes. So I never tell the friend. They still have a life. Yeah. Point. So that's how you do that. Okay. All right. Any other questions that you have, young Tyler Casey, near millennial? Uh, I'm getting a lot of, after I, I asked that magic question of, um, well, just send me some stuff. You know, I, I, I don't know you, obviously. You just call me. Just, you know, send me an email. Send me some stuff about it, and uh, and I'll review it. Uh, send? Uh, what? Well, you you know, that's a big promise to, to net you know, all that extra money. I just send me some info on how you're well, going to I Well, if I did net you the extra money, would you want it? Yes, I would want it. You sure? <laughs> yes. Okay. Can I tell you what I normally send? Uh, sure. What I normally send is uh, me, and here's how that works. 
I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you guys have nine to five jobs? So that's how you handle that. So write this down. Uh, send uh, what? Let them talk. Resell them on the on the product. Can I tell you what I normally send? Yeah. Okay. What I normally send is uh, me. And here's how that works. And literally that works almost every time. If they're ready, <laughs> if the timing is right, and now's yeah. the time. Now, yeah. if they said – Oh, I'm six months away from moving. I'm not gonna. I'll just say, oh, okay, and I'm not gonna send them anything, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only okay. send me. Wow. Okay. Did you have fun here on the big uh, podcast, Tyler Casey? Man, it was a blast. Now, Tyler, <laughs> he laughed. He cried. <laughs> it made a true All difference in his life. I get the. I get the feeling. Right? <laughs> now, if you would like to send a referral to young Tyler Casey in Laguna Niguel, California. You can call him toll-free day or night, 949-295-5169. Is that correct? That is correct. And he will do a great job for you. And I want to, once again, thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. And please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes. And until next week, Tyler knows what we always do. We always have fun because if it ain't fun, we're not doing it. Always be humble and most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. 